0: Recording chapter fifteen. Okay, Pharisees call out Jesus for not washing, for the disciples not washing their hands. Um, and Jesus replies with the same principle. Yeah.
1: Oh. (laughs) She didn't tell me anymore. She's just there looking at her screen. (laughs) I thought it was just a reference.
0: (laughs) Hey, we're at (laughs) fifteen. we're recording. So 15. they say
1: your disciples don't wash.
0: Don't wash. Jesus replies with the same principle and cites Isaiah. These people honor me with their lips. Their hearts are far from me. They worship me in vain. Their teachings are merely human rules. Um, okay, do you know the circumstances of what Isaiah was saying there?
1: Oh, it probably. I don't know, but Isaiah was t- Old Testament uh, words like that. Often had a place at that day Mm. and often had a a prophetic voice for the future. Yeah. Jesus is borrowing just from it.
0: Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, yeah.
1: So he's saying, you know, Isaiah was saying, you guys all talk the big talk, Mm. you know, with your lips, you just honor me and say you love me, but your hearts are far from me.
0: But what? Like, how does that actually happen in Isaiah? Like, is Isaiah in that time literally saying there will be people in Jesus' time that will. I don't know Jesus... that he knows
1: he's saying that. Okay. But he is writing that. He and just he writes probably, it. Probably he either just writes it or he's talking about the Jews of his day, too.
0: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's like a picture for yeah. later. Yeah. Okay. But you don't know that for, about this one in particular. I don't
1: know what he was Isaiah was specifically referring to that caused him to do it, but Jesus takes his writings and applies it to them then too.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. This is was also curious to me that um, there's so much about someone's heart being there for their actions to matter Something like where their heart was, but then I. I get that mixed up with like love being about where your heart isn't, kind mm. of. Would yeah. you have any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, if your heart is for God, that's the first great commandment, okay. Then even if your heart isn't for your fellow man, but you love them in the spite of their difficulties and failures it proves that your heart is toward God because the second great commandment is to love neighbor as self. So if your heart is far from him, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you'll, you, you won't do what he wants you to do. So you have a heart that's for him first. And then even if your heart isn't for the others, you start to do his will. Uh, because he commands it. Mm. And then in time, your heart will start to soften toward those you do it to.
0: What about, okay, so maybe the struggle, like mom has a struggle and I do sometimes where about this. And I think it's actually that we struggle with the heart for God part, like the heart for people, like somebody is difficult too, but um, like I think both of I both of both us of <laughs> both of us have a hard time doing like knowing we want to love God not having that feeling in your heart but choosing that as like do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's still
1: like, superior okay. to act uh, uh I forget the the big terms for it, but there is a term for doing God's will no matter what. Mm-hmm. Whether you feel like it or you do it out of love and gratitude, mm-hmm. you are doing his will. That's the first thing to go by.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then everything else flows from that.
0: Yeah. Because, uh, it, but it's, yeah, it's just, it's like, paradoxical because faith seems like it happens when you don't have the heart for God or, so, or not the heart for God, but like the natural instinct for it. Faith is a choice. Of, it's always a
1: choice. Faith yeah. is not a feeling. Yeah.
0: So this heart for God thing, mm-hmm. how it meant, it's a, it's a tricky thing, mm-hmm. I guess, to me, I know it's like really instinctual and it's there and
1: Well, here's how the scripture explains why there are some who don't have a natural heart for God, and there's others who do. This is what Jesus taught, so it's not coming from me. He says, the people who have the most sin will love me the most. And if you don't have a lot of sin, your gratitude for being saved or whatever, if you see yourself as being pretty good, your gratitude will not be great. Mm -hmm. And he says it, he teaches it, and it's true, you know? So if we use your mom, for example, she has come to see her faults more glaring over the years, but she used to be, I don't know any. Mm-hmm. I, I obey the law. Mm-hmm. Well, when you obey the law, what need do you have for God or a savior to pull you out from the ocean when you're sinking? Mm-hmm. You never sink, why? Because you make good decisions mm-hmm. and, and you'd never step out on that boat, right? Mm-hmm. And so you become judgmental of people who step out on the boat because they were stupid and you would never do that, so that's how it works. But if you come to see yourself as capable of doing all things, and God's still loving you, then your heart for Him will change, and then you will start to treat others that way. Mm. Get it? Yeah. There's, there's a parallel. In fact, over the years, as I've counseled people, if they come to me and they say, "I'm starting to distance myself from, from God." it's usually because they see themselves as less needing of him than what they really need mm-hmm. and i think people even on a physiological level mm-hmm. i mean we can get eye cancer yeah. eyebrow cancer nose cancer lip cancer i mean you can have a stroke every i mean there's every organ can stop we rely on him for so and protection yeah so but we forget all that
0: yeah yeah it's really stupid
1: that's what it's talking about and so, so I'm sorry I'm belaboring this, but Both. it's humility. And so, really, what gets in the way of that is pride. Yeah, it's human pride to think, well, you know, God. Uh,
0: yeah, and
1: that's why the sinners love him so much.
0: Yeah, but it's it's hard. Yeah, that's a tricky thing because, like, sinners supposedly like feel the consequences more like materially Mm -hmm. and like if you you know obey the law you're like kind of nice to people Mm -hmm. you don't really get in fact like whatever it is Mm -hmm. you're still like horribly failing in a bunch of ways you're proud you're all these Mm -hmm. things but like you don't have this like visceral like sent to prison or killed someone or these like guilts that like we should have them. But like the world doesn't punish you as much, no, I guess. it's harder. It's harder. It's hard. And that's
1: why Jesus and the Pharisees had such difficulty because they obeyed the law mm-hmm. and, and yet they didn't realize that God, it seems to me, he would rather have you, even though he doesn't want this sleep with a hundred people and have a kind heart. Then be uh, uh, morally pure and be a bitch. Mm-hmm. He he wants the heart and that is repeated over and over and over again through most stories. Mm-hmm. And when people don't have that heart, it's usually because they think I'm okay
0: <laughs> Sorry. with a burp. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> so what goes into someone's mouth is not what defiles them, but what comes out. Yeah. I imagine that was very blasphemous. Oh, yeah. The they couldn't eat pork. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you use that one as someone who goes by physical laws to make themselves worthy. Yeah. Can't smoke. Yeah. You know, I have found, I used to be so prejudiced against smokers. I have found some <laughs> of the kindest people smoke. Yeah, Cigarettes. my favorite people are smokers. Are they?
0: Every single one is a smoker. Yeah, they, they,
1: they, they are unique, and I judge them from what went into the mouth. Mm. You know? And, and we could probably say that about a lot of things. Dadder, that's her grandmother who passed away, she used to say the whores are so nice. Oh. Yeah. She said the whores are the nicest people.
0: I'm surprised she said that. Yeah, I she's know. She's kind of a hard ass. Because she's a hard ass, yeah.
1: <laughs> this would drive mom nuts.
0: <laughs> that she would say that about the whore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Um I also thought it was he like literally describes it could it's like in principle what goes into the mouth isn't what defiles, but he says what goes into the mouth passes through you yeah. and leaves. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought it's was pretty, pretty good. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, when you think about it, really what could tobacco do
0: yeah. to
1: your soul.
0: To your no, Nothing. nothing it no. can do something to your brain yeah. that might affect
1: your decisions your or something. Decision. Yeah. yeah
0: like that's what that's what the things that go into you can do but like it's not a one to one yeah, yeah. Um, okay so then there's this parable of swords every plant that the father has not planted will be pulled up by the roots they are blind guides that lead the blind it's not a parable but he's t- he's describing the Pharisees yeah. Um, and then I thought it was so weird though, that the disciples don't really know what that means. And, and so as he's telling them that what comes out of the mouth is what defiles you, he goes, are you so dull? (laughs) (laughs) He calls them dull as he's saying.
1: Jesus is radical, man. And I love that about him (laughs) him because it shows that when you speak the truth, even though there's colloquialisms, and we might not know what that really meant, it could have been very, you know, but he says some harsh stuff. Mm. And I love it because, you know, if you're trying to save people from destruction, you got to yell at them, right? <laughs> or whatever. Are you so dull? Are you yeah. so dull? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that's really good. It it could be something that it it's yeah. clearly like not what we think it is, but... Yeah. Still, it's pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, okay, Canaanite woman story. Now, this one is very strange to me. So, her daughter is demon possessed, she begs for Jesus for help. First, Jesus doesn't even answer her, he doesn't even talk to her. And he says he's only sent for the lost sheep of house of Israel, which I we've talked about on this, and like that's been made very clear to me that he's just for the Jews, but then. He continues on to further liken her to a freaking dog, saying it's not right to toss food for children to dogs. But then she says, even dogs eat crumbs from the master's table, and he says she has faith, and he'll grant her...
1: Doesn't he say she has greater faith than all of Israel? Yeah,
0: sorry, I, I paraphrased too poorly. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Why am I missing... Oh, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you okay. desire.
1: So, what do you and think? And your
0: daughter that? is healed instantly. I can Brutal, see, huh? Yeah, it's a lot of things. Like, I can see why people don't like the notion that he's just for the Jews yeah. because he does things like that. Mm-hmm. And he does it more than this. Like, mm-hmm. he steps out of the Jewish territory. Mm-hmm. So, I don't really know how to reconcile that. And also, it's really weird to me that he just makes the analogy so severe, mm-hmm. children to dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't love it, but. No,
1: no, and I think it lends to the idea that it's a true record because if you're trying to give a sanitized vision version yeah. of a messiah, you'd want to be all kind and friendly to everybody. Yeah, He was making a point there and it is a profound one and it's still applicable today. One, He was testing her to see if she to 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 to, for her to show that she cared Mm -hmm. and she really did trust in him. Mm -hmm. And for her to walk up and just, you know, assume that she had the right to do that Mm -hmm. to the Messiah for the Jews, he was gonna call that into question and see maybe that would just drive her away. But when it didn't, she he he was able to say, Your faith
0: is great.
1: And he does pay attention to her and he does love her enough to heal her daughter.
0: Yeah, I but see. But that.
1: that initial thing, it's almost like if somebody who's been a horrible person who gets themselves arrested for something and they're in deep trouble and they really don't care about God, mm-hmm. but they call out to God and say, Help me get out of this, please. His response might be similar to Jesus. Like,
0: yeah,
1: like why would I even respond to you? I see. You know? And if the guy persists, and yeah. then God would say, oh, all, right, all right. Okay. So that's kind of the setting for it. That mm-hmm.
0: makes sense to me. And by the way,
1: dogs were hated. So it was a really rude thing yeah. to say. But it shows it's not always about the words. It's about the intent. Oh, my gosh,
0: I've got a crib. oh, oh my <laughs> gosh. Okay, I just got it. You cannot <laughs> do stuff like that. <laughs> <Holy shishness. laughs>
1: okay, so you get it though?
0: Yeah. I, and then yeah. he
1: does heal her daughter, right? He goes to Samaria, which was, they hated the Samaritans. He does the same thing with a woman. It's that's the, it's in John okay. though, it's not in Matthew.
0: Is that the good good no, no. Oh.
1: <laughs> Different that's a parable. But he meets a woman at a well. One, he oh. talks to her. He's not even supposed to as a Jew and he calls her out mm. and she believes on him
0: mm.
1: and then you know it's good so yeah
0: okay um oh whoops uh sorry i just exited that yeah that i that makes a lot more sense to me because at first it was oh pretty it's jarring and difficult yeah. yeah
1: and then just let me ask you if the creator of the universe and governor of the universe, really, Mm -hmm. let's pretend that that is fully believed in your heart, he is really the one who has created and is over everything, doesn't answer you when you first require something of him, and your response is what? If it's one of anger, then you have pride where you think as a creative being, you get to knock on his door yeah. and beckon him. Yeah. And that's the, the way most of the world thinks.
0: It, do, it does make sense, though, that he, like, when you put it that way with, like, the prisoner calling out to God, that makes sense. Because it's like, you haven't been here this whole time. Yeah. Like, it's pretty fleeting that you're just kind of giving this a shot yeah. to see if it will work. Like, I'm not just going to answer the fleeting
1: right and that prisoner uh, who's calling out would be like the jews who required signs mm. they would say show us a sign yeah so and then if the prisoner got that he'd walk away and say i believe in god cause he answered my prayer mm-hmm. and that's why uh, th- th- when when the commandment to love god is there it's agape love and you know what that means? It means we love him when he's not pleasing to us. Mm. Did you know that? Because agape love is when you choose to love selflessly, sacrificially, and insufferably. Mm. So if we we're to agape love him, that means we're not loving him because he's good to us.
0: Mm-hmm. We're
1: loving him when we're not happy with him.
0: That's really gnarly. Gnarly. Like, it's one thing with other people to agape love them, but with God, it's like... yeah,
1: yeah. And she showed she still had faith, even though he called her a dog. That's pretty profound. Yeah. And that's humble.
0: Yeah, and it's it yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get it. <clears throat> yeah. I it goes back to what we were talking about before though, with like what you just said with Agape love with God. I'm I'm mixing that up with like not having it, not fully feeling it or something and choosing him is agape love but that's not it it's Mm. being hurt or Mm. angry at it Mm. yeah it's not the lack of something Mm. and doing it doing it in the face of that that's agape it's Mm. the not it's like the real understanding of him and then being hurt or like yeah. dissatisfied with it and then yeah. still loving him. And like mom
1: has that because she thinks she's done everything right. Why isn't she blessed with riches and mm. like the Kardashians? Mm-hmm. She, and this isn't the pick on her. She's, just, she's just the only woman I could ever have been married to and loved and brought us beautiful children. But she does see the world that way. And yeah. so she gets mad at God. Yeah, and the way to really help you with that is to read Job, hmm. because
0: I want to. He takes
1: he <laughs> takes Job through all. He allows Satan to take Job through all kinds of hell. I mean, brutal. And in the end, Job comes to him and he's like, "Who are you? Who do you think you are that you can come? Were you there when I formed the world, Job? Where were you when I did this? Tell me if you can." And it's a fascinating thing. You'd think God would be like, I'm so sorry, it was for your good. No! And that is what people miss mm-hmm. about Holy God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, humility can't be overstated. It, it, it cannot be overstated. And the pride in the world is, man, it's what keeps us from mm-hmm. him. Yeah.
0: And d- yeah, humility, or on the other side of it like difficulty hmm. and suffering mm-hmm. can't be overstated. no like yeah critical. scripture
1: says it, it, scripture says that he loves those he chastens and cuts mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. yeah We know a young man who was fully out for God and his mom was killed and he now doesn't believe in God. that doesn't seem to work you know mm-hmm. anyway
0: mm-hmm. go ahead. What timer just went off? Oh, we're done? Perfect timing, because that was my last question. All right. Excellent. Yay. All right. Chapter 16 is next. (laughs) Goodbye.